This episode of the podcast is brought to you by getting pulled over by the cops, and before the cop makes it to the window, you take your infant out of the back seat and put them in the driver's seat, and then you duct tape your mouth and wrists together pretending that your child has abducted you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that is... A really cool idea, but isn't really the best <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, that hit deep, Frank. <laughs> I'm Frank. De- I'm Zach. And uh, today we are discussing movies with really great ideas mm-hmm. that don't quite execute. This was easier than I thought to come up with a list. <laughs> um, and I don't know. In my opinion, there's really nothing more disappointing. Like, mm-hmm. when you see, like, a trailer or something that it's like, oh, the concept of this movie looks incredible. And, like, the trailer maybe gets you, like, really amped for it. And then when, once the 90 minutes are over, you're like, that was garbage. <laughs> yeah. What's even worse is if a movie has, like, a really interesting concept but a bad execution. And then a year or two later or something, a movie that's very similar in the concept comes out and it does it way better. Yeah. And I always go back to Upgrade and Venom. Like literally, oh yeah, you'll, yeah. I've never seen Venom. But. The exact same movie to the point where it's like both the main characters look way too similar, but Upgrade just did it so much better. Upgrade is so good. Mm-hmm. I love Upgrade. I don't need a second. No, I don't need it. No, no, I don't. And I kind of hope they don't. Yeah, but man, that first one is great. Oh God, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of do want a second just because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, all right, so I want to get my first one just kind of out of the way because okay. I've mentioned it like a thousand times and and I've and I've stated why uh, but of course the first one that I just want to get out of the way is Tarantino's Death Proof yeah uh, makes sense it's a great it's a really really cool concept mm-hmm. of like basically a serial killer mm-hmm. who hangs out at bars who, who but doesn't actually drink any alcohol and kind of like sets his eyes on a group of women who are drinking lots of alcohol and then he kind of like when they leave the bar he leaves the bar and he crashes into them and kills them but mm-hmm. he's in a death proof car so he won't die and it's kind of like the perfect scenario where you know he, they all die he gets his fix and uh you know he doesn't get in trouble for it because he never had a drop of alcohol in his system they can test him for it people the the bar uh the bartender and all that can like testify say like he never had any alcohol on him the women definitely did they were drinking all night so it looks like just a really bad case of drunk driving Mm -hmm. and and then he you know goes to the hospital he, he he recovers and then he gets his car fixed and then he moved to a different state or whatever it is and he does it again and it's a crazy insane really really could have been incredible it also is very time consuming process oh yeah for sure for sure (laughs) like maybe a year and a half before your next murder (laughs) but it what the movie does is and ends up following these women who are having the most uninteresting dialogue ever Mm -hmm. talking about things that we just don't care about and and it's boring, unfortunately. <laughs> like for the, there are some really great scenes in mm-hmm. it, but like as like a cohesive film, like at the end of the day, the movie I just find very boring. Yeah, and, and it's so Tar- disappointing. And for a Tarantino film, yeah, that's what's the most right. That's the, that's like the main thing that's disappointing. But the concept is so cool mm-hmm. that I really, really wish that if like that he would kind of rework it almost and like do it again. Yeah, because the concept is there, the idea was is is there, but the execution was just very, very bad. Yeah. Um. So for my first one, like, again, I've talked about it a lot, and uh, that's Bird Box. 
Bird um, Box. Mm-hmm. With, with Bird um, Box? Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I, I've talked about this too. Like, the idea is cool where it's like there's something out there that if you see it, you go absolutely insane and you start like murdering. And it fits like so perfectly with like Lovecraftian, but it's not. <laughs> and I've talked about this too where it's like I went in and if I think that it's something to do with like Cthulhu or the Dark Fuckers, yeah, yeah. then it makes sense. But it doesn't if you don't do that. Right. And to have it where it's like this whole idea of basically traveling down river blindfolded. It's yeah. Also doesn't truly make sense. <laughs> but the idea is there. The idea that like there is something that makes people go insane as soon as they see it. Yeah. Could be a really cool horror thing. Yeah. And to me, like everybody ended up loving it, and I just I I couldn't. Well, find... I I agree. I completely agree. I remember I watched it with uh, like my girlfriend and like a few other people, and so look, the thing about it is my girlfriend mm-hmm. will be like, "Hey, I heard really good things yes. about this movie," <laughs> and then you check it out and you're like, ah. it's, and, "And I'm like, where do you, and every I, at this point now I know, mm-hmm. but like for like three or four times she was like, I found like a really really cool movie that are she's like, I heard really really good things about this, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then we watch it, and it's always trash. Yeah. And I'm like, where did you find this? And she goes, Twitter. And I'm like, <laughs> every time a tw- you get a movie recommendation from Twitter, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. And Bird Box, she didn't, she didn't like it all. And then it was funny because we had like a. This was obviously pre-COVID. We had like a a, a social gathering. <gasps> <laughs> and, and, what are those? <laughs> and um, and we were hanging out with a few friends, and this one girl. Her name was Adriana, and she's and she went on this kind of rant that I thought was very funny about how she's like, I think that like Twitter, like they they must, like the people who make these films must pay people to the, who go on Twitter and really hype up the movie so everybody starts talking about it because she was like, listen, that movie was garbage. You mm-hmm. cannot be telling me that all these people were actually like really excited to watch that movie. She was like, they all got paid, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, that, that's a possibility. It makes sense. Yeah, but I agree though. That movie was like I I found it like it didn't it just didn't make sense. Yeah, there were so many plot holes. It just didn't make any sense. No, and going back and forth like between present and past, like it's it just got confusing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my next pick is a remake actually mm-hmm. of a film that even the original one wasn't that good, but it, I found it I fa- I personally found it better than the remake, and that is the. Uh, the I guess the first and sequel to uh, it. Oh, really? Pennywise the Clown. The first one I really enjoyed. I did not. The only thing that I found weird was that he's actually a giant cockroach. No, he's first... a spider, isn't he? No, he's a giant cockroach in the first movie. Really? Well, nevertheless, uh, I just found specific i mean listen in my opinion the sequel was like garbage oh yeah um because it was trying to be a horror comedy movie well that that was my problem with the first one was like again like mm-hmm. it was more comedy than scary and although it had like some really good like it, it had some really good scenes in it that i thought were actually pretty compelling mm-hmm. but i found pennywise to look stupid Really? I did not like him at all, and I found the CGI in the movie Mm -hmm. very noticeable, like, to the point where, like, it really took me out of it. I thought the actor looked great for the role of, like, okay, creepy smile. Yeah, okay. Okay, great. (laughs) The head on him was ridiculous. (laughs) Yes. The eyes were just terrible. 
he's a and, clown. Yeah, but like it just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like on almost every like asset, like or almost every facet. But like Tim Curry is the original. Yeah, and I thought he looked great. Mm-hmm. I did, but this Alexander Skarsgård or yeah. whoever it was. And what they did to him with, like, the giant head and all the CGI and, like, when when they go down in that pit and he's, like, doing that weird, like, j- yeah, Irish jig. jig thing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is terrible. But then, then when you really go into the second one mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, they're adults now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just none of it worked. I didn't find the second one scary at all. Mm-hmm. And... And like it, none of it really. It, the CGI would like the. Did you see the second one? Yeah. The baby bird things that were like. <laughs> it's like there's just so much bad CGI, mm-hmm. and it's not scary. But the the, the idea, the Stephen King, mm-hmm. the whole Stephen King lore of like what Pennywise is, is so cool. Like a killer clown that it can also kind of like be like a shapeshifter and mm-hmm. can. And can find your deepest, darkest fears and then turn into that and then feed off of that. Like, that concept is great. Yeah. I just feel like we still have yet to get a really, really good It adaptation. Okay. Um, <laughs> You said, okay. Like, mm, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, the first one really sticks with me where it's like, I, I like it a lot. I didn't like it. I just, like, towards the end of it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, but whatever. So my next one is one that we did, um, take shelter with, ah, uh, Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really cool idea because it's like this impending storm and this man is going insane because he's not sure if it's a divine intervention. Right. And that's not really what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It's more like mental health problems and. Mm-hmm. Which it's is kind of. Have you ever seen Frailty? No, but we talked about it. Frailty's real cool. I, mm. I, I want. I want to watch Frailty. I saw like point. the trailer for it, and I was like, "Man, I really want to do this," but like we haven't gotten around to it yeah. yet. Um, but yeah, like it, and it's fine because like the the idea that like oh, is it God or is it like mental health issues? Right. Really cool, but there is literally no payoff to the. Film. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, I, I agree. Like you don't really get like a like. I, I thought the movie was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was like again, like it kind of had like some lackluster potential there, like that they just didn't quite utilize. There because, was like, a storm for a night, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> like there was. Yeah, exactly. Like the this impending storm that like you're really expecting, whether that's going to be an actual real storm or something from him, mm-hmm. it never really happens. Yeah, and it's like, eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it sucks too, because again, like Michael Shannon is just one of those actors that like can usually turn shit into gold. Yeah. And, like, I think the story just was too much for him in this one. Yeah. He's still a great actor. Oh, yeah, I love Michael Shannon. Yeah, and I that speech that he has, awesome. But, yeah. like, just, it, it just didn't live up to what I wanted it to be from the trailers. Yeah. Uh, my next pick is the, I believe it was 2018, uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Did not. Was that um Rob Zombies? Or... No, 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 oh. no. Uh, this was like the like this was more of like the continuation. Oh, with... you talked to me about this too, like how pissed off you oh were. Oh my at god! It. I f- you never saw it? I didn't see it, so... but like you told me about the cop car scene. Oh my god! Yo, there are some <laughs> awful, awful scenes in this movie, and it's so disappointing because I love Michael Myers mm-hmm. as like a as like a slasher, and and the last like. 20 minutes where it's 
um, it's Michael Myers at the house, mm-hmm. and it's like intense. That's that part of the movie is really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's and I when I say really good, I mean like incredible. Like it's it, it is everything that I could have asked for in a continuation in the Michael Myers story. Mm-hmm. Everything before that <laughs> garbage. It's it's just not good. Mm-hmm. The it's there's there's way too much comedy in it. There's way too much side characters that don't amount to anything. Mm-hmm. And you have one of the most popular slasher uh, genre or no. Yeah, you have like you have you have probably top three. You have probably jo- like the genre defining slasher. Mm hmm that made the rest of everybody else like come together and be like, Oh, like we're going to create, you made, you had other people create, uh, you know, Jason Voorhees and Mike and, uh, and, uh, uh Freddy Krueger and all that bait because of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you have so much potential. And in my opinion, you fucked it up real bad. Just from the name itself of Halloween, like that title name. Yeah. Like, you expect a lot from it. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. horror fans expect a lot from it. Yeah. And I was just... I thought it was very, very disappointing. Mm-hmm. And... But that... I will say that that last, whatever it is, that final act is mm-hmm. absolutely worth watching. Okay. Um, my next one is uh, a movie that we've talked about where you haven't seen yet, but uh, Sucker Punch. Mm. Really cool concept where it's this woman trying to escape this... I, I believe it's an insane asylum because the story just falls apart on itself. <laughs> um, because you're you're led to believe where it's like this woman, I think it's that she got into a car accident, she killed someone, and now she's in like a psych ward, and she's trying to escape. But then also there's this point of her just being housed in this burlesque home, and she cannot leave. Like, she's basically like stuck there. Okay. She has to stay there. And every time that she dances, it's like this incredible fight scene. And it's like so over the top. And that's all they showed in the trailers. And it was like, okay, here's this big action movie. And it's not because it's literally just like her dancing and telling the story of her dancing. Like this is the story of the dance. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it, it doesn't make sense because by the end of it, you don't know if like, you know, she was a burlesque dancer or she was like an insane person and why was the fights necessary then (laughs) was the dancing even anything (laughs) like she would just do it randomly like she would do it so then that way the other girls could like steal like forks and knives oh okay and it's like what the fuck like what are you what (laughs) and it it could have been like something really cool and i think like at the time like when i was younger it was like oh okay like this is really cool for the fight scenes yeah but like going back as an adult and being like a movie overall, it just fell on its face. Yeah. And it could have been like a really cool concept of mental health issues using the fights to kind of interpret what she's going through. Yeah. And it just didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, my next is a, a film that I, I think I mentioned it one time on the podcast and I don't think, I don't know if you've actually ever uh, seen it, but it's the film Gamer. With Gerard Butler, no. where it's kind of like this world that is—it's—it's it's all like in the future, and it's like you know, 
VR is kind of like a big thing, like virtual reality, and like all these people are like stuck in like these fake worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Sword Art Online. So I- like, <laughs> it's just like this. Like the concept is cool of like he I I, I at this point I I don't even remember Mm-mm. because it's so not memorable. Mm-hmm. But he but Gerard Butler is like this like ex military type style guy or he might even be like a prisoner or something. I don't remember. <laughs> Just not sure. I, I don't remember at all. But all I remember is the movie like has like the cool concept of like this world where it's like these he's trying to like kind of escape. But everybody in the world is like in like another completely different like reality than him. And like it had a lot of potential and it was it, it was really cool. But unfortunately, what the movie turns into mostly is a soft core porno. <laughs> like you're just seeing a lot mm-hmm. of like and like I get it that like that is like one aspect of like virtual reality that definitely will become a thing. But like mm-hmm. the whole there was so much like like sex being sold to you in this movie of guys going into these we- in, into these false realities with all these beautiful women mm-hmm. and it's like I don't need to see this in every other scene like I know what <laughs> boobs look like like I've, I've got I've seen it. a boob before <laughs> like like I'm done with it can we move on I've like, even touched one <laughs> once <laughs> so like that movie was just so disappointing where mm-hmm. like it was cool like the, like it was very fast paced and and it was like you know like a high and like high anxiety high you know intensity but like when you really look back on it it's like this movie is kind of garbage mm-hmm. so yeah gamer for me like did had had a cool had a cool potential but just just the, the director was like i like boobs let's let's do all that <laughs> just fell flat on its face yeah um i have one more um and i i went back and forth cuz i was like possibly the divide that we've done yeah um because it is like a really cool concept of the world ending and people just stuck inside of a bunker and then i thought about it and i was like you're wrong because that movie is just executed well (laughs) the movie's not that good it's good (laughs) maybe it's not to the caliber of 10 cloverfield lane right but it's still really good um so instead i i decided the leave extraordinary gentleman which you have not Alan seen. Moore, right? Alan Moore did the graphic novel for it. So yeah. you basically had a script already written. Yeah. You have Sean Connery as your main character. And the idea of I think it was like World War 1 or World War 2, never seen it. Yeah. I don't remember. Big war. Big war is one going of the, on. One of the one of the world <laughs> one of wars. those wars is going on <laughs> and you have this top secret group of super beings like obviously sean connery is just like this marksman but you have like uh dorian gray the man who can't age or die uh you have a vampire you have dr jekyll and mr hyde you have the invisible man like all these really cool people that are coming together to like fight this war and then also like figure each other out could have been this whole thing of basically what Hellboy ended up being, like the first Hellboy movie, mm. where it could have been like this cool, like supernatural, like army movie. And it fell flat on its face with just horrible CGI, like literally the worst CGI I've ever seen. 
And I've told you that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The prosthetics also are horrible. The story ends up falling flat because then you have this villain who is trying to, like, take over and they have to go find him. But then they get sidetracked, like, three different times. And then, like, there's three double crosses that don't make sense. Mm. And you you could have just used the entirety of the graphic novel right. to flush out everything. Yeah, I don't know why, like, people and directors tr- and screenwriters that have already, like, everything laid out flat for you. Like, this is already the story. Yeah. Now your goal is to just convert it into a movie. Like why they take liberties on like changing stuff around like i understand that like maybe not everything works for a movie versus like a graphic novel so you have to like maybe make like some slight changes but mm-hmm. like you can't like don't make gigantic like leaps of like oh like let's just try that like no like mm-hmm. this is the this is the source material like it's and it's beloved yeah. so just just leave it <laughs> yeah i mean marvel like ends up getting away with it because they're backed by disney money so they can afford to do all these big extravagant things yeah but they also take a lot of liberties with the stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a bunch more, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna like go through like every single one and go into like, great detail. But I'll, I'll go through a few. Splice was also an honorable Splice mention. Splice is garbage. And um, never let me go. Never let me go. That was the one that we did with Andrew Garfield. Oh yeah, I just strongly dislike that movie. Cool concept eh. though. Clones and organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just did not. Mm. Um, Romance instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I want to talk about, I know that you're going to disagree with me, but I personally found The Shape of Water to be kind of disappointing with Mm. like, I thought like the concept was really cool, like this alien sea creature type deal. Mm -hmm. And then I thought that it just kind of got sidetracked with all these other like this old man who's struggling with his homosexuality and yeah and i, I don't know and then like the the this like cia fbi mm-hmm. agent it was just too many subplots that like i just felt like the movie just didn't at the end like come cohesively together i don't know movies that win oscars aren't usually bad so uh. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly true uh, <laughs> uh batman versus superman yeah. Was like, again, you had everything. Yeah. You had the comic <laughs> to tell the story, yeah. and you decided, nah. Yeah. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening, fucking, like, kind of like a cool concept of, like, the the literally half of the population in, like, the U.S. is, like, killing themselves. Like, yeah. what's going on here? And then it turns out to be the plants because they're angry. Like, it just, <laughs> like. Yes. I, like, I remember that now. It doesn't really make sense. I blocked that one out of my mind. <laughs> Uh, in time, which I don't know if you've ever seen in time, but it had Justin Timberlake in it, <clears throat> and and it it's a cool cool concept. And again, mm. I'm not gonna go into like super detail because oh. I want to like talk about my last one real quick, Frank. Since you mentioned uh, Justin Timberlake, it's gonna be May when this comes out. Ooh, yes. Yeah, uh, ooh. Um. So in time was a movie where like time, like your biological clock, is used as currency. Okay. So, oh, I remember. So you they could, have like the weird little yeah, like, thing on yeah, their yeah, wrist. Yeah, and they oh, have yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah. like on their forearm, mm-hmm. and like you don't age a lot if you like have a lot of time on your hand. And the more time that you have, the like the more wealthy you are, and the you know, and then it, there's just like that whole aspect of it. And like it's a really really cool idea, and it just did not pan out, unfortunately. Uh, but the last one that I really really want to talk about that I thought had a lot of potential and I was actually really excited for was a film called Brightburn. Oh, yeah, with Will Smith, right? No. So that's Bright. So ah. Brightburn was basically oh, Superman. Yes, if he was evil as shit. If he was shit. evil. And, and so, like, this, this 
it's like you know this family that is struggling to have a kid mm-hmm. they can't have one because whatever something you know i don't i don't remember if like she's barren or whatever it is but like she they they are really really having a hard time having a kid and then this fucking alien falls in their backyard and it's a baby mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god like you know she's like you know we have a chance like this this can be our chance it was given to us literally <laughs> by, by the like, gods. yeah like that's like what it seems like and he's and he's pretty much superman but it's like okay now what if we took that and then flipped it on its head to where now he's actually evil and I would say that Brightburn is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I would not say that it's a bad movie at it by any means, but I will say that the pacing of the film, everything feels very, very rushed. Like they just mm-hmm. did not have enough time. They didn't, you know, I guess the producers were like 90 minutes. That's it. Like, Oh really? Yeah. Like that's what it feels like because mm-hmm. so many things happen so quickly that you don't really feel like the emotional impact and you all, and everything kind of feels just very, very rushed. And and it's unfortunate because the concept is so cool. And like when shit does go down and it's gory, like you see people get fucking destroyed in that movie. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really cool. I just wish they were maybe a half hour more to flush some things out a little bit better mm-hmm. and, and not have everything feel like so, so rushed. I will say that I do think that Brightburn is worth a watch, but you will definitely feel a little empty when it went when it ends because you're going to be like i wish there was just more to it Mm -hmm. i mean the idea of the movie is really cool too where again it's literally just what if superman was Was pure evil evil. (laughs) and they actually made a comic of that right uh superman red sun yeah which i hate superman comics but that is one of my favorite superman comics Mm -hmm. where what if he touched down in communist russia instead yeah yeah and that's really cool and it's more or less like the the premise i would i would say for this film um but i saw like snippets here and there of bright burn and i was like oh man like it looks like it's something yeah it is and again like i i would say that it is it's worth a watch but don't like don't don't put too much into it like mm-hmm. in hopes that you're going to absolutely love it because you're not mm-hmm. you won't but the potential was really there and i really wish that like i said i wish they just had like a little bit more time to like flush out some characters and just make it not feel so rushed because mm-hmm. i i promise you that if you watch it you're going to be like wow this is all happening very <laughs> fast <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's unfortunate but it's a really cool it, it's a cool concept that just didn't quite execute perfectly well perfectly and it's unfortunate but I do still recommend that. All the other ones, I just don't even think that it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one, that one, I recommend. Yeah, I do. Um, so yeah, cool. those are those are our films. That's that's our picks. Let us know what you guys think too. And if you think we're wrong, then you're wrong. Yeah. Don't come at us. <laughs> yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> um, all right. Frank, what would you like to recommend? So though? I showed Jess um, the for the first time. I showed her Wes Craven's Scream. Oh really? Yeah. And the the original, yeah, yeah, and she loved it, and I was like, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great blend of comedy and horror. Yeah, exactly, and it's it's so meta, like the mm-hmm. whole thing about like like they hey, are in a horror scary movie. movie, yeah, <laughs> and like they're in a horror movie and they're talking about like horror movie tropes like inside of it, and it's just it's just it's a perfect like slasher film in my opinion, like it's so good. Um, but that's not what I'm recommending. Mm-hmm. So a few years ago. I saw MTV did a Scream television series. Oh, yes. And I will say, look, I'm I'm going to say that 
it is not the greatest television series in the world. It that was is back... a MTV show. That's so, back when they were trying to do like all these different horror shows. Yeah. Like what was it? Like Scream Queens, I think was one of their things. They did uh they did the werewolf one, yeah. Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um so like it's not the greatest show in the world, but if you like Scream, mm-hmm. I think that you would like the show. I thought, look, I, I went in expecting the worst. I was like, this is going to be garbage. It's MTV. Like they're like, th- this is, this is going to be like a, like a river, a Riverdale type deal. Like, it's yeah. just going to be like overly like handsome, good looking people. And they're clearly like 28 and they're supposed to be playing like 17 year olds. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like ripped dudes and beautiful women. And there's a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but, I will say that, like, if you're looking for something that isn't so serious that you don't have to take too, too seriously, it's more of, like, a light watch. And they actually give you some good gore for it being a cable network um, series. Like, there, like there's one that I was really shocked that they actually went for it and, like, mm-hmm. were able to show it where, like, somebody literally gets fucking, like, ripped in half. Oh, And they cool. show it to you, and I'm like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I did see, like, I think the first episode because I was intrigued by the fact of, yeah. like, okay, it's Scream. Yeah. And, like, I saw the picture of, like, what the mask looked like, and I was like, okay, here's, like, a more realistic version of it. Yeah. And from the first episode, it was like, okay, this is going to be more of a mystery. Yeah, it is. And then it, I just fell off from right. it. Right, and, and it is. It's, it's you know, like, a mystery, and, and, you know, you have to give yourself to the world of, like, what they're trying to do, because they're going seasons and seasons, so it's like, you know, some people get figured out, but then it's like, oh, no, there's it's, there's still somebody else who's mm-hmm. doing it. But so, like, again, it's not perfect. I'm not saying that it's the greatest television series ever, but I am saying that if you like Scream... And if you're looking for something that isn't so fucking deep and heavy and you have to pontificate after it and think about your whole entire existence, like just a good popcorn enjoying type of television series, I do think that's that the MTV Scream series is worth a watch. Okay. So that's my recommendation. Not bad. Yeah. Frank, um, my what next a- pick. So mm-hmm. I'm taking a risk here because okay. I usually recommend films that I've seen and it's like okay, I know I like this movie, and and yeah, and, come and, come come over to my yeah, side gonna, of the I'm pool. Go where that side, where like I'm taking a, well, I'm taking a shot in the dark here because it's a film that I that when I saw the trailers for it years ago, I really really wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. and I just never ended up seeing it. And that is a film called A Cure for Wellness. Okay. Um, I don't I don't even entirely know what it's about. Brian Cranston. No. Oh, never. No, mind. no, no. Um. That's Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's like the one with like That's him. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's the one with him where he's paralyzed. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's not him. Um, so A Cure for Wellness, mm-hmm. it's like a, it looks like a psychological thriller. It kind of looks like a Shutter Island type deal uh, with like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, it's It's got the guy from Chronicle, I believe. Oh if, yeah, this is on Netflix. I, I, if, if it is, I, I don't I don't know where it is. It might if it's on Netflix, cool. Like mm-hmm. then it's great. Um, but I never saw it, and I I don't think you saw it either, right? I've seen trailers of it. Yeah, right. And like the trailers, I found intriguing, mm-hmm. and I've always, and I've always wanted to to actually sit down and watch it. So I'm taking a shot in the dark and saying that I really want to give a cure for wellness a shot, and I hope that it's not fucking disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's my pick. Okay, cool, cool. All right, Zach, take us out. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>